Wait just a second. You're telling me that Massey is on time? He's got a second episode, or another episode to come out, uh, not long after his last episode. Um, so, we're actually on schedule? What is happening? Oh well, here we go. Moon Knight time. Are you Tony's stank? Ladies and gents, let's just jump right into it. No messing whatsoever. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, part one. So we're going to talk about, again, episodes uh, one to three. There's going to be six episodes in total uh, for this this TV show that's on Disney Plus right now. Uh, the third episode uh, just, you know, came out this past Wednesday. So we're two days removed from the next episode, episode four. So we're going to talk about episodes one to three now. And we can, um, you know, we can then chat about four, five, six the next well the next time when they're out and they're actually going to be finished so six episodes is going to come out literally days before um i think it's the, f- so the fourth of may i worked out is the last episode which is literally two days before uh multiverse of madness comes out on the cinemas so just to kind of put this theory out there my theory is that it's all gonna join up it's all gonna link up in some sort of way um but i suppose we'll just need to kind of see what happens they have been keeping them relatively separate the the tv shows and the movies but of course we saw things like uh the end of black widow with um yelena being told about hawkeye and that's also bled into the hawkeye series so you know i wonder what happens with moon knight going forward now i know in there's, there's a lot of um uh, in the comics and things there's obviously a lot of team-ups uh, but I believe one of those team-ups did involve Doctor Strange and Moon Knight and the likes of like Punisher. I think I had like Ghost Rider and things as well in it. Uh, so, will we see that? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But that would be quite an interesting kind of turn of events if we do see, um, if we do see things like that. Now, we're going to go through like the, um, again, the, the bigger sort of moments of the first three episodes. Uh, there is a lot of huge moments and the episodes are, are relatively long, packed with lots and lots and lots of content. Uh, so we, the first scene in the first episode is a very cold opening. We, we kind of get nothing given away, but basically um, this dude that we don't know puts a glass in his shoes and walks in them. Now, that's got hurt. That's got really, really hurt. Um you know, when you see, like, Die Hard, when, when Bruce Willis steps in the glass, that's, like, the worst thing that could happen to yourself. Uh, if you ever stepped on, like, glass or even a Lego, because they're like, the exact same thing, you'll know how how badly that, that sort of hurts. Um, We get introduced to, to Stephen, who is our, or, sorry, Oscar Isaac, who's, <laughs> well, he is Stephen at this part, uh, but he is our um, protagonist in, in the whole show. Um. And he's chained himself to bed with sand around his bed. Um, you know, just it's basically so he knows if he's uh, if he has left his commode. And we see his little commute, his his um, you know non-eventful commute to his place of work, which is uh, the the museum, where he actually ends up. You know, we find out that he works in the gift shop. Um, there is also, if you weren't aware of this, there's also a, a QR code uh, about five minutes in, where when he shows the little girl the um, the mummy. There's a QR code in there that takes you straight to, uh, I think it's Moon Knight in the in the Werewolf or something like that, uh, which is basically Moon Knight's first introduction 
in Marvel Comics. Uh, there is, of course, uh, QR codes in the in the subsequent episodes as well. So um, look out for them. But they take you through to the next uh, the next comics if you want to go uh, away and and read them. Um, but yes, so so we we meet Stephen. Um, that you know he's essentially uh, uh, he works in the gift shop. He's treated as uh, a kind of um below like his manager and that sort of thing you know he's kind of just almost like an outcast uh apart from this one girl who uh who kind of talks to him in sort of like a flirty manner and you know almost like they have some sort of um prior relationship talking about going out to, to get the best steak in town um that they apparently made this date um or they spoke about it, but Stephen doesn't obviously remember it. He's also a vegetarian as well. Um, so kind of, that. this is where we sort of get, of course, if you weren't aware of Moon Knight and, and, and what it entailed, this is where we kind of get a first sort of um, peek into, um, into the, the psyche of him and the fact that, you know, there's maybe more to him than, than just his, um, his persona that he's given us uh, at this moment in time. So yeah, we we obviously learn learn about about or kind of get to see more of of Stephen. Um, his accent is so strange. Uh, if you'd if you'd you know, uh, looked into Oscar Isaac and his, his sort of his kind of um influences for his performance and you know his accent and the way he spoke and things like that, you'll be strangely uh, intrigued to hear that that one of the people that he took influence from in the way that um his accent was to be sort of created was actually carl pilkington from uh from like your idiot abroad from ricky gervais and and steve merchant shows and and podcasts so it's it, it's really strange that he kind of took that sort of route with things now obviously uh, carl pilkington isn't uh from london he's a, a a manc he's from manchester um so it's kind of uh um a weird sort of thing but he, he did say it was the way that he kind of uh, presents himself in the way that he sort of uh, constructs sentences. He's quite a, a, a he, he has quite a direct sort of almost antisocial way about him. Um, or, or yeah, kind of doesn't have much awareness in terms of social side of things. So uh, I think that's kind of what he was meaning when when going down uh, down that sort of um, that sort of route, which is quite interesting to to hear and uh, and see about um, with him kind of going with with that. Um, but yeah, so so Stephen is is trying to stay awake. He's listening to something that's called literally staying awake. Uh, obviously, not wanting to, to go to sleep, try to keep his brain busy. Um, but with a flash, he he wakes up on a grassy mound with like a dislocated jaw and pops it back into place. Obviously, completely unsure of of uh of where he's at um and and here's this ethereal voice um that tells him to to go back to sleep and surrender the body uh and he reaches for a a, a golden scarab that he holds in his in his pocket um and there's also a um a figure behind him uh a sort of um a kind of huge figure with with flowing sort of mummy like uh wraps and a big a big shaft uh, that you see behind him um so it kind of flashes in and out sort of sort of um between different kind of set pieces or sort of different um parts of this land that he's that he's in um and he kind of just 
essentially tries to <laughs> tries to find his way out um, it comes across a, a congregation um where we see ethan hawk's character um sort of limp his way with, with the glass in his feet uh to the center of a, a sort of square uh and he invites people to come up holds on their hands and has like a stick a shafty stick thing that, that swings um he talks about judging the name of amit um and his tattoo which he has like on his forearm is obviously of a uh, like a scales isn't it you know that you see um when it comes to law and the balance the balance of i don't know i don't know what it, what it actually means but it's like the scales that you see um like famously the, the metallica album isn't it justice for all um is or i think it's like late is it, I don't know the name of it, uh, but it's like the lady that holds up the, the, the balance of scales. He's got that on his arm and that actually moves with it as well and turns green uh, if the person is good. Uh, and then he invites an old lady up and it uh, actually, you know, turns red and, and, and her life is essentially sucked um, out of her. She turns grey and a grey husk and and, and falls. Um, poor Poor lady, poor lady. So the um the the Ethan Hawke's character, the guy in, with the glass shoes, um, not Cinderella style, but like glass in his shoes, uh, he actually uh works out that Stephen is is there, uh, and Stephen intends to give him the the scattered back, but his body involuntary moves on its own, and the ethereal voice tells him that he's not going to be giving him anything, and he actually ends up like sort of uh getting pulled away his legs, his legs looking like a massive, uh you know. When you have high thighs, high knees, um, you know, getting walked away, and he actually ends up kind of like, like blacking out, um, and and the next moment he he wakes up with like, uh, you know, dead bodies around him, blood in his hands, and and the scarab back in his hand, and and he ends up actually, uh, <laughs> kind of sprinting away, grabbing an ice cream truck, um, and and a chase kind of ensues. Now. I would have to say this chase here it's it's pretty cool it's it's a pretty cool chase but the cgi in this is horrendous it's like so bad um it, i don't know why it's so bad like just the you know there's a guy that jumps at the back of the truck it, it, the jump is so unnatural um it's quite quite clearly a green screen there is like a fallen like log as well that just it just defies the laws of physics um i it's just it's it's really bad <laughs> the cgi is really bad um which is a shame which is a shame uh because it it's again quite a quite a um a clever sort of thing where he's again blacking and out of the um the actual chase uh waking up in the next part where the guy that's jumped in the van is, is dead in the back and he's holding a gun in his hand um and uh, and the ethereal voice you know actually mentions mark and says wake up um you know you can't lose a scarab that sort of thing uh so yeah it, <laughs> It's got its good parts, but like I mean, the, the truck. So it's the, sorry, it's the truck with it with the with the um the logs on it. Like it just looks absolutely horrendous. Like really, really, really bad. Um, 
uh, and yeah that that really kind of took me out of it which is a shame um from what was what else is from what is actually a, an interesting kind of chasing um Stephen wakes up uh thinking that it didn't didn't happen um uh but he's you know because there's, there's no marks around the bed he thinks it's kind of all a dream uh and uh and yeah again it's kind of he he takes his fish which had three fins um but now has is all the fins to like a, a pet shop and he's told that he was there uh not long ago and um again we kind of see here this is like the, the sort of throwing the doubt into the mind of 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 him and, and us of of, of what he kind of what he's actually doing um he ends up going to the, the steak restaurant and and finds out that it's a completely wrong day that he's that he's there and uh and yeah so we're starting to kind of starting to all kind of unravel um a little bit for him and for us of course as well so we kind of get an idea that he's not fully in control of things and 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 is you know missing missing potentially days at a time so Stephen will check in his um in his apartment in his place where he stays. Uh, finds like a hidden a hidden like cubby hole sort of thing that has like a key and a phone in it. Um, the phone is for uh the phone kind of has calls to a uh, a Layla, um who decides to call and she basically you know is surprised that she's uh is surprised that he's calling her. Um, he looks in a mirror as well and and kind of gets the first sort of glimpse of something else being with him or someone else being with him uh and sprints out into um into uh like the elevator in his, in his apartment in the complex um and there's a really creepy creepy uh a really creepy scene where he's like trying to close the elevator it's it's like horror like it's almost horror like where the elevator trying to close uh and there's this this figure that we've kind of seen before like with the um it's kind of like a, a huge giant kind of thing coming down the the, the corridor holding a, a a staff with like a big beak uh and, and and the um and it stomps kind of towards him now you know talking about how the cgi in the in the uh the car chase looked terrible uh, the CGI for this looks incredible and it, it looks really like genuinely horrific um not in a bad way but like um but horrible which is uh which is really um really cool Re really good to see really good to see that, that it's not um it's not all gonna be <laughs> gonna be tough going uh from from sort of here on out um Stephen gets to work and he meets uh he meets Ethan Hawke's character um, in his, uh, you know, and, and tries to call for a security guard uh, who also lifts up his, his shirt and, and shows that he's a follower of of, um, of Amit uh, and, and a follower of um, of this guy, this Ethan Hawke's character. And pretty much it seems like like everyone is, is <laughs> has some sort of say in it, some sort of uh, following towards uh, towards Amit. Ethan Hawke explains to Stephen that um, that basically Amit was a, a god who judged people or or was able to tell if someone was going to be doing something, going to do something bad or or basically something there, uh, and essentially looking to purge 
uh, purge that before something happened. Ethan Hawke's character does the the thing that he did with in the in the square with the the, the shaft and, and working out if if Stephen is good or bad and if he should be killed. Um, and the old tattoo moves. Um, but it keeps moving. It keeps moving, and 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 he's told he has, uh, he has chaos, uh, chaos in him. Again, this is kind of maybe a, a hint towards the fact there's not just one personality and one sort of life that's being um judged here. There's obviously uh, obviously multiple. Uh, Stephen is then he goes you know he's he's working through through the day into the night and um hears sounds uh at the end of his shift he walks past this like massive crocodile and there's like a a, a a glass case in the back with like a sarcophagus or something and um when he moves they actually move independently of him and, and watch him kind of kind of leave the room uh and we see this sort of like this, this uh, animal figure follow him and chase him through the uh through the museum before he winds up in a, a bathroom uh, a, a bathroom with with a line of mirrors um and he actually starts to speak to himself or starts to speak to uh, this person that's in the mirror asking to uh give him control and of course he has a, an american accent a more um more natural to oscar isaac uh, accent as opposed to the english accent he's been running with um for just now and he says you know the he basically says he's going to save him um and 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 steven ends up giving up giving up the body giving up control to uh to this this other side of him this other personality of him and we see the wraps kind of come across and start to engulf his body just as the animal uh jumps in and, and and takes him down um and then the next sort of uh scene we see is him absolutely beating up this animal uh in the bathroom the the uh sink's broken and he's just absolutely pounding this animal with his uh cape flowing uh and uh and, and he like you know you know kind of kills it uh, and and turning around we get the f- our first look at moon knight in his in his full garb which is uh a sight to behold it's it's uh it's really something um you know as you can see if you're watching on the side here this is the kind of um the the, the armor or the, or the sort of gap that he's got uh and it's 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 cool it's really really cool really cool um and that was the end of episode one so i kind of uh we kind of talked about kind of more bits and pieces that sort of happened um in a bit more detail but i just thought it was worth kind of going to especially the first episode because it's uh it's set up quite a lot of things that will kind of um follow through into the next couple of episodes so episode two so episode two is called summon the suit and it starts off with with steven um heading back to the the museum uh, and and going through the uh, the tapes the the sort of security tapes of last night and uh, and and essentially for him uh, and in you know for some sort of evidence about what happened but we don't see the animal we don't see um, what was chasing Stephen at all uh, and even him coming out of the bathroom after the fight he's he just looks like himself but um, looks up the camera and even says himself that's that's not him so it's obviously the uh, the other part of him their personality of him that is kind of controlling him um steve makes his way to uh a sort of a storage 
um place you know like you see the storage wars but but obviously not bidding for for sort of um storage wars and you know, guess he's probably not going to find uh much of value in in these but he uses obviously the key uh to um get into this um the storage locker of his and finds it to have like a it's almost like a military setup like a, a little camp bed um you know even bedrolls and and um like different fake passports and, and outfits uh and and again speaks to himself um uh speaks to himself through the the reflection um to himself who's called mark which he finds mark specter which he finds through the um the, the different passports and, and mark explains to him uh kind of what he's doing that he's working for Konshu, who is uh um as, as an avatar for Konshu, uh i need to do something with with the scarab um mark and uh, sorry steven i'm gonna get mixed up here steven ends up having a a panic attack uh and and sprinting out of the out of the, the locker and gets chased by conchu uh gets chased by um this this beast um that is that is conchu with the uh we, we get a great view of him we get you know we see the disembodied head uh that's kind of floating above the sort of skull isn't it really um and a massive beak in his is 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 his big shaft. We get to see his big shaft as well, um, which is impressive. Um, Mark gets away and and is picked up by Layla, the um the person that he had had obviously contacted, and he finds out that um uh, that they're married. Uh, or I'm sorry, her and Mark are married. Um, her and Mark Spector are are or were married. Um, and. But her and Stephen actually have a lot in common. They they recite French poems and they and they kind of talk about like Egyptian stuff, Egyptian um, shindigs, etc., etc. Uh, so they've also got a lot more in common um, there. Uh, the police officers show up at Stephen's door and and you know ask to to come in and and, and speak to him, um, and they kind of uh, they almost kind of talk about the fact that he's. Or they, they kind of insinuate that he um has is hiding something from them and they find the fake passports and, and, and decide to take him in. Um and we find out a bit more about his backstory. They they, they search the police computer that um it shows him as Mark Spector, uh having you know, killed people and executed people really in um in a, in in a dig site um in Egypt. Uh and as we get to the place where the where the where the, the police officers stop, which is not the police station, uh, one of the police officers when it's driving reaches for the rearview mirror and, and shows off uh, an an Amit tattoo, uh, and he and they they leave they leave Stephen in in the in the car. Um, the there's a kid outside playing a football who also has like an Amit tattoo or like a younger person with an Amit tattoo, um, and and Stephen speaks to Mark who. We then find out that that um, we then find out that the the followers of Amit have been um, have been listening into the conversation that Stephen's having with Mark with himself, um, and and kind of just getting to know more about about his psyche and and where he's at essentially before letting him out of the car and um, and yeah, Ethan Hawke's character is then there. So Ethan Hawke's character, um, Arthur Harrow, uh, kind of takes Stephen under his wing a little bit and and kind of chats to him about this sort of almost um, 
idyllic community that they have uh and and also kind of talks a bit about um Conchu and the fact that he was he was a former avatar uh for him also uh then goes into a bit more about why they want to resurrect Amit, which is again um one you know Amit is the one that makes the choice between who is good and who is bad um even before it's it's kind of happened and Stephen you know brings up um a, a very good point the fact about you know like um but like kids what so you know do, you know does it are you gonna are you gonna um are you gonna judge kids for things that they haven't done are you gonna, are you gonna kill kids um things like that um which is a very a very good point um then Haro obviously asks for for the scarab or, or, or where um you know where it is and and, and to give it, to essentially get back to him um so he kind of pushes back a bit which is which is quite seems out of um out of uh character for steven to be doing so um to actually you know have the confidence to push back and and and, and really call out uh uh um either inconsistent or like a um a potentially warped uh potentially warped view um which which as i say you know it's quite a it's quite a a, a strong point for them quite a um you know quite a, quite a good kind of um a, a vision into the fact that he's potentially growing more and more confident in what he's doing and and uh things there um harrow shows off uh the the shaft that he has uh and talks about how the fact that amit gave it to her first avatar um but uh but yeah um it it's uh it's it's quite interesting to see the fact that obviously Haro has been an avatar for Konshu, um, but is now kind of working with Amit, who is a different sort of god. Now, how did that happen? What what got them in that situation in the first place? I don't know. It'd be very interesting to to kind of find out, um, kind of going forward. So then Layla shows up. Layla shows up with a, with a scarab and uh, basically kind of tries to make a deal, uh, with Haro to 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 let um Stephen um or Mark, uh, go and um haro actually uses the the shaft to release like one of those animal things um after them and uh and the animal the animal forces them into like a a, a kind of a dead end a, a, a kind of um a place that they, they, they lock themselves into um but only steven can see can see the animal only steven can actually see it um and he gets uh thrown uh thrown at the window uh by this animal and, get, and and falls to what looks like certain death smashes a pipe on the way down is being told in his head to summon the suit summon the suit um and he actually ends up with a superhero landing um in a moon knight suit but not the moon knight that we have seen um previously he's actually in like a, a kind of three-piece white suit with a um with a, a his face all kind of uh obscured by like a um it's almost like a, a full face bald cap um but it has like a a stitch to the the kind of middle which which obviously kind of i'm i'm thinking is is showing his split personalities um potentially i'm not sure uh but uh but yeah actually it was pretty sweet um then the fight ensues between again uh, steven in his in his in the suit and the the animal thing that that leila can't see um and there's also a kind of a, a, a fight um 
Steve, <laughs> Stephen's obviously not quite adapt. Uh, sorry, adept with the uh, with the suit uh, or the or the powers that he potentially has. Uh, then then Mark is he he kind of adopts like a boxing stance. Um, with rolled up sleeves and 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 manages to punch the the animal, but then spends too much time uh, almost celebrating it and gets thrown towards uh, towards a bus uh, where he he meets Mark Spector in the, in the reflection who um, who basically says you know give me control. Stephen gives up control to Mark and we see the more standard kind of um, uh, get up for Moon Knight with this with the cloak and the hood uh, and and the kind of mummy like uh mommy like raps um and we see this well you know it kind of leads into um what we kind of saw in the trailers and things um he takes out off the 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 like moon shaped things was hit from his uh chest which seemed to be unlimited climbs up a um up to a roof and has the animal thing following him and we see him in this moon there's a fantastic shot of the of the the crescent moon in the background and him running along like the i think it's the thames bridge or something um or the Lennon bridge i'm not sure uh but it looks really cool looks looks um uh looks really uh cinematic uh and and they fight and end up falling into this like uh churchy graveyard sort of thing and and uh, Moon Knight impales the the uh the creature on like a um on like a, a what's it called like a spire sort of thing and catches his his uh, his Moon Knight um boomerangy sort of thing and puts it back in his chest. Um, he then removes the 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 suit and uh, and searches for the scarab and and we find that the Harrow's actually got the scarab, um, which will obviously lead him to um to it's actually leading to tomb of amit uh and and conchie shows up and 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 basically tells mark that we're gonna have to gonna have to go to some place before before harrow gets there and and we're we're shown that of course of course it brings them back to egypt and we get this incredible shot of the the pyramids um the great pyramids of giza uh overlooking um cairo and that's in episode three. Uh, sorry, episode two. Not episode three yet. Uh, but yeah, very, very good episode. Very good episode. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved seeing more of the actual Moon Knight, and and it was it was interesting seeing the two different parts of it. The 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 kind of more Stephen Granty Moon Knight and the more Mark Spector Moon Knight was um was really cool. And then we're into episode three, which is called The Friendly Type. Now, this episode, it's kind of been building and building like the more mythological kind of legendary sort of um, feel of the show. Uh, and and this kind of is one of the um, the most, <laughs> the most wild, uh, the most wild ones. And I must admit, like this sort of far in, I'm, I'm kind of surprised at how um, humorous it's been. Uh, there's been a lot more, it's been a lot, lighter i mean there's obviously been dark moments but it's been a lot lighter than i kind of expected it to be which is um which is quite a nice surprise actually to be fair and uh, we see leila getting her um her a passport made for her so she'd make her way in uh, of course to um some place um you know egypt uh and we then see haro uh finding the 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 dig site for amit's tomb in in egypt and then we we move to Mark Spector, um, running across rooftops in Cairo, uh, trying to find uh, a a guy who was obviously going to be like a informant for him, or at least get some information. Uh, but he's been killed by this gang of three that that um, 
that are obviously working kind of for Amit. Um, and they, they, they fight each other, they, they kind of fight things, and um, and there's, there's a knife drawn. Mark looks into the into the knife and then kind of blacks out again and and comes to in the back of a taxi where the guy's asking for you know you know he said he's basically trying to he's taken to the airport uh but he, no, he notices the the people that he's just fought uh and, and and jumps out and 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 asks and and basically chases them down once more obviously back as mark specter uh he is cornered in like a bazaar and and is uh and and blacks out once more after after holding one of the guys by the 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 throat and he comes to obviously you know us expecting to see him as steven but um he's covered in blood and he's literally just pulled the knife out of um one of the um one of the uh the, the people that he's been that he's been chasing very inconsistent to steven's um you know manner and and how he kind of works um Mark tries to interrogate the kid, but the on on the on the back of Conchu telling him to hold him at the edge, but the kid uh, says praise Amit and 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 cuts the cord and and, and falls to his death. Um, now again, I, I've I've said before I watched New Rockstar as a part of my build up to um uh, to doing the podcast, and one of the things that they spoke about on the back of uh, episode three was the fact that uh the kid the back of his jacket actually and it's been confirmed as well had uh um uh had a a a, a egyptian like headgear um which actually relates back to kang or 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 more precisely kang conqueror as his egyptian pharaoh self um so I, I don't know if the, you know this may be again it's been confirmed by the 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 set directors and things as i say this was on a new rockstars video that it is actually a, a genuine um a genuine sort of link but you know does this mean that that, that moon knight's going to link us into kang the conqueror of, of course with dr strange multiverse of madness um you know the whole thing with like the kind of the multiversal thing all started with with the death of of um he who remains who who was was a, a variant of kang um does this then all, all bleed into the multiverse of madness where you know moon knight is finishing a couple of days before uh multiverse madness comes out will we then see potentially kang in in the multiverse of madness we know we're going to be seeing some variants of doctor strange um but will it all kind of lead up to potentially kang i don't know i don't know but it's, it's it was a very interesting sort of um a very interesting part uh that that sort of um came out of of this episode um Konshu uh does makes like an eclipse he like he pulls the moon over over the sun which creates like a um a sort of inverse moon night um uh logo uh sort of thing that that harrow spots and and basically says keep digging but it, it allows uh mark and conchu to have a um a discussion with the um existing gods and and, and their avatars and uh, essentially with the 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 view um to you know to stop harrow from from releasing um releasing amit again so the meeting actually takes place in uh, the inside of uh, the pyramid of giza and Stephen Grant side of uh, the persona is is um, absolutely fanboying out. Um, 
but Mark meets um, Yatsil, who's the avatar of uh, Hathor, of course, another um, Egyptian god. I'm not quite sure. I think it was the goddess of like love from music or something. Um, who apparently Conchu has a prior relationship with. Um, Mark is then... Um, he's then sort of... Um, given the opportunity to... or Well, it's actually more Conchu, but Conchu takes over his body as Arthur Harrow is, is, is invited into the chamber as well um, to discuss uh, Harrow and his uh, his vision for the future and what he's going to be what he's going to be doing um, you know kind of kind of going forwards and uh, and Harrow manages to persuade the gods that he you know there's nothing out of the ordinary and that, that actually conjures the one that's that's you know being being naughty um the avatar of hathor it, after after mark is told that there's there's no uh there's no uh issue with what harrow's doing um the the avatar of hathor tells mark that the amp was buried in secret and the location is hidden uh that the gods don't even know um but there is someone that can that can find you know where where it actually is where where the um or as a way that they can find uh, where Amit's tomb is, and it's essentially by um, by finding this uh, the sarcophagus that we that we we now we start to we kind of understand or we get told sorry that um, is being held by a a collector, somebody that Leila actually knows from a, a sort of a previous life. Uh, now I wasn't I didn't know, but this this actor, the guy that plays the 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 collector dude mogart i believe his name is um actually died this was this was his last performance um he died from a skiing accident so there is a dedication to him at the end of um at the end of this episode but yes they find the um the sarcophagus that has the instructions um and there's a battle between obviously mark and steven as to who is able to take control of the body so they can they can work out uh where this this um where Amit's tomb is, um, Harrow shows up and uh, and there's there's uh, it kind of gets goes all sort of sort of tits up for Stephen and Mark, um, uh, as they get they kind of held captive by Mogar and his and his um and his goons, uh, Mark rushes away and becomes moon knight and we see a bit more about with moon knight and his powers especially against um against humans so he fights off uh mogart's uh guards we see this this sort of super strength that he has super speed that he that he has as well as part of as part of this and the fighting abilities he he um is very bloody and gory in his, in his fight he throws his um moon knight uh uh thingy majiggies and and you know uh, and and kills the kills the guards um while Layla is fighting off um while Layla is fighting off uh one of Mogart's goons as well um Stephen takes control of the body while while uh while Mark is is fighting them off becomes his uh his kind of uh, suited up kind of guy and, and and gets stabbed and taken to the ground um and ends up giving the body back to Mark because uh, because he can't sort of sort of deal with it. Mark is kind of subdued as as uh, as Moon Knight, um, but he's able to uh, to get out as as Mogart 
uh, fires towards Leila with uh, uh, like a spear on, on horseback, almost like a knight, um, and he he catches her and and, and kills and and kills Mogar on on the horse. Um, again, I, I love this sequence. I love the kind of the shift between, um, uh, you know, Mark Spector Moon Knight to Stephen Grant Moon Knight to back to Mark Spector Moon Knight, and the fact that they're almost they're almost starting to work together now as as something which is uh which is really uh you know i'm sure it's something that we that will be towards towards the end of it i'm sure though though it's like the old um you know partners uh that they start off kind of warring or they start off kind of squabbling uh and they, they put aside the differences and, and and work together for the good of uh for the good of everything so i'm sure that'll be something that, that comes um as we go along but we saw obviously shades of that um from from here basically um Mark and Layla try to use the uh the sort of bits they've got from sarcophagus to make a a map, um. But Mark gets kind of frustrated and 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 doesn't doesn't want to do it, um. But essentially gives up the body to Stephen, so again, so Stephen can 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 do it and 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 make the map correctly, so that they can um that they can um follow this map. Again, a bit a bit more about how they're going to be working together with each other, which is which is great to see. Uh, it sets up a constellation, but they obviously can't read the constellation because this was like years and years and years and years ago, um, you know, thousands of years ago essentially. Uh, so, Conchu um, shows Stephen how to. Well, they basically end up turning back the the, the clocks or the turning back the night sky essentially, um, so that the constellation matches and they can find. Um, find Amit's tomb again. You know we're talking about how the fact that it's it's showing more about Stephen Grant and Mark Spector working together, but it's also showing a bit about Conchu working with them as well, which is uh which is a great touch. Uh, and Conchu almost sacrificed himself for them as well because by doing this, the gods um end up enslaving Conchu in uh, in stone, um because he's basically disobeyed them um once more. Um Arthur Harrow uh stands face to face with with the stone of Conchu um and uh and basically tells him that that he's he's won it's his victory um and Stephen has now lost the the suit or lost the use of the suit because uh Conchu is now um is now you know uh, tied up and is now in 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 encased in, in a in a stone uh, in a stone tomb and that's where we are that's where we end on episode three of Moon Knight um fantastic again you know i'm talking about the fact that we're now starting to see some more teamwork between between all parts of the psychology um and of course conchu as well be interesting to see where it goes with the fact that there's now no suit um to kind of go with but it's obviously going to come in with episode four five and six so we'll get to learn more about what happens with that again episodes are every wednesday so um be sure to catch up on them um I'm really intrigued with the third personality because, as I said, with the fight on the rooftops, there's obviously a third personality or a third somebody um, that is in there somewhere or is hinting at that anyway. Um, so I'm really intrigued to see who that is, what that is, what that means for things going forward as well, um, and how Arthur is going to, you know, release Amit and what that means for for our our heroes. I'm kind of going forward, so. Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying the, the the show so far. As I said, it's kind of weird because I thought it'd be a lot darker than it actually is, or it is dark and but there's a lot a lot of humor, especially at the start with with Stephen. Um, but it is starting to kind of 
go more towards the, the sort of dark thing. It's almost like um, a light into night sort of thing, a day into night kind of thing, um, which would tie in with the moon, of course. Um, but it's been very, very good so far. I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, and I'm really excited for 4, 5, and 6. Again, it's been a bit of a slow burner, or not a slow burner as such, but it's it's built and built and built, which is great. Um, I don't want something just to be one thing all the time. Um, so we'll see how it builds and if it keeps building and what that means for um for episodes four, five, and six. But that is us the end of episode uh, sorry, part one of our, our Moon Knight um discussion. If you have any thoughts on Moon Knight, again, please feel free to uh, discuss them on Twitter at DeliveryMCU. Um, you can always, um, you know, put in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube or, of course, um, you know, if you're listening on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, as I say, please feel free to give us a follow, um, hit subscribe button, um, and, of course, have a chat with us around what you think about Moon Knight. But we will be back. Um, so, the as I say, the last episode is just a couple of days before... Uh, um, multiverse madness comes out so we're probably looking at the the week starting the 9th of may roughly um for part two of moon knight coming out but in the meantime um take care feel free to chat with me on on um twitter about this uh, about moon knight and about mcu in general um there's lots of stuff coming up but guys of course well if you do want to join in the the ko-fi put in for as little as two pound per month you get added into our uh, merch draw every month and um you know I, I put out just recently a lot of pops to um the, the existing supporters but i'm going to be branching a bit more doing a bit more and potentially even having uh delivery for tony stank merch as well which will be um pretty cool uh so i'm scoping all that out but um if you want to join the link is at the top here co-fee.com forward slash delivery for tony stank you can of course find it in our link tree which is on the um twitter bio uh but guys thank you so much for your support and i will see you all in the next one bye bye Mwah.